Spirits and, and witches. witches. This is Monica. And this is Shauna, and we're your high priestess for this evening. And tonight, girls, ghouls, ladies, gentlemen, they, them, everything in between, we have a really special guest, and we are talking about a really exciting topic. I want everyone to welcome to Wine Spirits and Witches, Stephanie Devi. Hi, guys. And you are a makeup magician in more than than one sense of the word. Welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. I am a longtime fan, so it's an honor to be here with you guys. Thank You've you. Actually, been listening to us like since the start, the beginning. Yeah, like you guys played an integral part in my coming out as a witch. I mean, I'm technically still in the broom closet with like family and stuff, but sure. very much with like friends, and you know, friends are very much turning into coven friends and sisters and family and. You know, um, it, it, it. I don't even know how to begin because I was so in the closet and denying myself. And the more I listened to your guys' podcast, the more I was like, they seem really normal. They seem really cool. I think I could, you know, lean into this part of my life because I had so many hereditary inclinations towards the craft. And I finally stopped pushing them away and I let them guide me through life and it's gotten me through some messed up situations and gotten me into some awesome situations you know I always find it really interesting how when you embrace your craft and what that means for you in your life how it kind of fucking destroys what you think is your life Mm-hmm. And it's really, really hard. And that's always the joke, right? When we see that meme with like the spiritual awakening and it's the tower. Yeah. Uh, but when you're done with that, like what is left and what you get to build is just phenomenal. Totally. It's an amazing path to walk this path, you know? Yeah. I feel privileged. I, I feel like I've found family that I had never met before and it's in the community. I mean, small things from I had a black thumb before I accepted this. Every plant that came into my path, I killed. But then as soon as I accepted my witch blood, like, I'll grow anything and everything. And all of a sudden, the plants are happy. Like, that's a cool side effect. That's you know? awesome. That's, that's amazing. That's really cool when I like that. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It works out. Well, I am actually, well, my my familiars right here oh no this is this is samuel my other cat um so we have a a cat circling the table joining us just so you know um what what is everyone drinking because i'm excited about what i'm drinking tonight what do you guys got going on well i got a two-fisted deal here okay (laughs) i have a bailey's and some stella rosa stella rosa mango yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so they're forcing me to drink it so I will drink it. She's complaining and saying that she doesn't like it, but she's actually drank this with Stephanie and <laughs> yeah. I before, yeah. and yeah. she Amber, liked it. And yeah. so she's insisting that she doesn't. But uh, we're I'll, gonna. I'll give it a gonna, shit. Yeah. I'll give it a give, give it, it a whirl. Shit. I'll give All it a whirl. Right. There we go. <laughs> give it a second try. Salute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She'll remember it. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I remember it. It's, mm. Yeah. It was. It's not bad. It's See? not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. That I can handle. Is that sparkling? It is. That's why I think I like it. 
Monica is a Scorpio like me, so we, yeah. we have our stinger up as soon as someone says, try something new, and it's like, no, and then, you know, our bestie will be like, no, it's, it's good, it's good, and then, oh, yeah, this is awesome, I've always liked this, we won't talk about when I said I hated it. I am the person that forces everyone to try new things, so, and everyone around me, well, not everyone, but most people around me, I have to, like, really argue with to get there, but then... It's usually pretty good, although I have made it a hobby of mine to give Monica things I know she won't like because I like... She loves to see my face. I do. It's my faces that she loves to see and my reaction. Uh, I got her to take a a ginger turmeric shot. Oh, my God. It was good for you. Thought I was going to (laughs) die. Yeah, but your insides probably said, hydration, nutrients, Monica. (laughs) No. No? No. All right. Well... I mean, you tried it. Yeah, I did. You got it through it. it yes. So it works out. So while Stephanie and Monica are having some Stella Rosa mango, mango. I have, um, it's called Sight Potion. And yes. Stephanie actually made it. And can I can I read them the ingredients? Go for it, yeah. It's spring water, passion tea, Meyer lemons, sugar, organic rose water, organic blue lotus petals, and cannabis syrup. Yeah. So, all right, let's try it. It's... It's tasty stuff. Oh my god, this is amazing. Yeah. This tastes really, really good. Let me try. Do it. Well, now I have to try. It tastes so good. It. Yeah. It, it's like punch. It but is. If you drink enough of it. Oh yeah. That's you, good. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. See, mm-hmm. you'll, you're, you'll see the little bits of your witchcraft that normally you only see with your third eye. You'll start to see with your eyeballs, at least for me. Okay. And it's kind of thrilling. Like, oh, okay, there's my patron. Hanging out by my desk. Nice to see you. Oh, my God. But, like, in a good way, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is, like, dangerous because yeah. I could just... You could just down it yeah. really easy without... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'll really see God. Woo! Oh, you, you will. <laughs> like I said, you got two servings there. So whether you want to keep that for yourself, share it with Monica or Ricky. Yeah. I will... Think will, about it. I will think, think about, about it. it. Let's see yeah. how you guys all behave. We'll decide how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well... Um, as I said, you are a makeup magician because mm-hmm. not only are you a witch, you are also a makeup artist. Yes. And through your life and your path, you have blended these two things together to really make like your own brand of witchcraft with it. Yeah. You know, I wish I could say they were, they're separate, but they're so intertwined because I think anytime you're a witch and you have some form of art that you do, no matter what it is. I mean, from finger painting to sculpture to makeup artistry, um, that moment when you are in the energy of your muse and you're in, you're just enjoying that vibe, that's your magic. You know, it's synonymous. That, that energy is the same energy you find when you call the corners and, you know, you raise the energy and the altar and everything. It, it's identical. I don't see any difference between it. So a lot of my clients, especially repeat clients, when they would get out of my chair, they seemed especially like sedated. And I'm like, that's a little strange. But then they started to tell me like they would leave the chair feeling different than when they walked in. And so that was right around the time I learned that I could do Reiki. And I learned what Reiki was. And um, I wasn't doing Reiki in the traditional sense, both passing my hands over people, just me being there applying the cosmetics on their face and being in their energy field is just really soothing is what they've told me. So 
they some people come back just for the energy exchange some people come back for the makeup some people come back because of both and it took a while to learn that but it all just kind of fell into place as I accepted my witch blood and you guys basically talked me through it on this podcast. Wow, that's right. amazing. Thank you. Thanks <laughs> yes, for that. thank you for letting us be a part of that, that journey, that journey for, you. for you. Yeah, for sure. I have, to, I have to thank my good friend, Elizabeth Reynolds. Um, she recommended the podcast right as I met her. And I was like, I just feel like I need to be doing something with witchcraft, but I have zero idea where to start. She goes, listen to this podcast. They have two three episodes it was back then wow that was wow. years uh-huh. ago yep I'm, I'm like an og fan and yeah i remember listening and thinking like i feel like i could be friends with these ladies <laughs> and here we are and here we are you're it's here magic. my dog's it's mother-in-law magic. look at that good people attract what? good people you know oh that was the other part about like your introduction that i did not give um i have talked about my dog's mother-in-law on the show <laughs> Dahmer's. Mo- you are yeah you are Dahmer's mother-in-law our dogs are married mm-hmm. um it was an arranged marriage they don't know it yet but mm-hmm. you know what it works there is Beautiful couple. Yep. They're betrothed. <laughs> they send each other little uh, videos back and forth. Aww. Sometimes we talk for them. Sometimes they bark for us. But, you know, they uh, have have the little vibe, the little love vibe. Mm-hmm. So tell me, um, you, you've kind of mentioned, like, how you've gotten into witchcraft. Like, it's always just kind of been there and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, when did you start? What was, like, something that you started doing where you were consciously applying your magic with your makeup and and starting to do that after you had this aha moment about Mm -hmm. the energy when were you like okay now I'm gonna start trying to really make something happen here I mean it's really just focusing your consciousness when you're doing the art so now that I became aware of it I would say it was probably mid 2019 and it was funny because I was actually going to this nightclub called Cloak and Dagger back then and there's a large witch community there and I love that so much so I felt like I'm finally around my peers I'm around my people um so any of the clients I had from that point on I made this conscious decision to like let the energy flow from my hand to the client's face or body whatever I was painting so that they would have this restful feeling they would have this empowered feeling so that when the time came for them to actually look in the mirror and see the transformation that I was able to bestow upon them, there was almost a crescendo of um, energy exchange. And it's just so gratifying because I get good energy from it. They get good energy from it. And at the time I was working at Mac, so it's not like I'm telling clients like, hey, come on down for some Reiki energy and some Mac makeup. Like they would have absolutely died to hear that. <laughs> so... It just kind of went from there and some people from the nightclub who were witches stopped by as customers and I would do their makeup and they were absolutely affirming when I felt, which was that exchange. That's amazing. That's amazing. So this is really great because it is a form of magic that can be considered like a little bit more of like low pro magic, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's perfect for people that are are still in the broom closet Mm -hmm. uh so with that said like let's kind of just dive in like teach us teach us your ways makeup master (laughs) makeup high priestess Ooh, okay definitely something to aspire to high priestess one day i'm i'm very much loving um the forever student aspect but teaching is so important to me and sharing information is so important to me so i've got a whole list of stuff to go over with you guys 
Um, it goes anywhere from beauty magic to like fashion magic. And these are just things I've done in the past that kind of made me feel good when I wasn't feeling too great or, you know, I was able to kind of suggest to other people. I personally suffer from chronic pain um, through different uh, issues that I have. And so a lot of these are ways that if I'm not feeling so great that day, I'm able to get up and like change my vibe and shape shift. Exactly. Yeah. And that's part of the cool thing about makeup is you literally visibly can shape shift. I mean, anything from putting a prosthetic nose and chin on somebody's face to just applying lipstick, you can shape shape shift from there. And that's literally what glamour magic is, is it's guys and shape shifting and we're taking a very glamorous form of it here. I think that's really amazing. And can I just say, like, I follow you on Instagram and you really are a shapeshifter. Like, some of the stuff that you've done with makeup, this isn't just like, oh, look at me, I'm so pretty. Like, no, like, your shit is amazing. And you've made yourself look like these, like, ethereal creatures (laughs) and just all sorts of stuff. It's really shapeshifting, truly. Oh, thank you so much. And I have this lovely kitty kitty rubbing against my feet, which is why I'm like, hi! making silly animal noises so forgive me for exclaiming because there's there's babies and animals and I love it I just want to hug everything um but yeah my the makeup I do for myself on Instagram is almost almost always stuff that a client wouldn't necessarily sit down and go I want this so one day I decided I'm gonna be a lion. So I stuck a bunch of uh, latex and cotton in my face and sculpted out a lion's face. And it was an interesting, it was an interesting moment taking pictures and it's like the sun's coming up and I'm like, God, I hope nobody like walks in and sees me like with a lion's head wearing pajamas, you know, <laughs> taking oh pictures. It's a, it's an interesting moment, but my artistry, when I have my choice and it's not, um, a request by a client, it focuses very much on dichotomy. I feel I'm not doing my job correctly if I'm not making you uncomfortable in some kind of way. So my 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 work is very focused on beauty and I want it to be beautiful and pleasing to the eye, but I need it to make someone uncomfortable. So there's gonna be a scary element to it. There'll be an unusual element to it. Like, you know, one of the makeups I did, it looked kind of like a pinup look but then as soon as I shone a black light on it it was an entirely different face so very cool I love that (laughs) yeah so um god I have so many different things to go over with you guys um one of the things I really leaned on in this last year and I had a really tough year um last year I'm so much better now yes um is calling upon my ancestors and I had you know my great great grandmother with me throughout the tough times I was going through and it really kind of inspired me in a few different ways and one of those things was I would take pieces of clothing that I inherited from her and if I had a day where I didn't feel beautiful or I didn't feel powerful or I didn't feel quite right I would wrap myself in a like a sweater of hers for example and just call her to me and you know ask for her energy to be with me that day and it was just miraculous the change that took place wow that's awesome yeah that's great I think more people should do that I mean a lot of people pay a lot of attention to their ancestors during day of the dead but they're with 
us and they want to hear from us all the around. time. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. But um, to go through some of the items I have here in terms of beauty magic. So my first item. Doo, doo, doo. So almost any cosmetic item, almost any uh, fragrance or hygiene product, like down to your di- deodorant can be enchanted. So deodorant, for example, you're going to say, you know, this is going to make me not stink. But then you think, okay, I'm going to hold my hands over this and I'm going to enchant this to make me fresh and noticeably fresh. And I feel fresh and I have this energy of spring and it very much translates into your life and the people around you. Um, But that's such a mundane object. And it's really up to you in terms of how you want to enchant it. If you don't have time, put your hands on it. Ask that object to do what you need it to do. If you've got more time, put it, you know, in the sun. Have have the energy of the sun bring it to life. Involve it in a ritual that you have going. If you've already got a ritual going for, for example, in bulk uh, just passed, um, put it right there in the circle when you're doing your working and allow the energy that you raise at that time to work for you. I'm just laughing because I'm imagining myself walking into circle right now with like a basket full of toiletries. Like, don't mind me. Don't mind me. I'm just going <laughs> to hey. slip this over here. Yeah. Well, you know, well, what works works, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You guys talk so much about like um, color magic and, you know, like you said, uh, what was it? The Supreme lipstick that you like to wear? Oh, my oil. I'll find it and let you smell it. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, like the color magic with your nail polish, the color magic with your makeup, it, it's not just those things like you can take the most mundane object and make it work for you and this is just like popped in I love the deodorant first of all because it's so, <laughs> we all we all use it and yeah. for those of us that don't you, you probably should yes <laughs> yes someone's not but, telling you something you know we always talk about how hard it is for like as a witch for people to like not touch your stuff or as Monica mm-hmm. says don't fuck with my shit right but like it's your deodorant it's so personal no one's going to right or your toothbrush it's, it's almost like foolproof right yeah exactly you want to choose things that you wouldn't think would be magical and you can just change your life by changing your intentions you know um so let's see let's see one of my other favorite uh things to do with hygiene products or makeup products is put it on your altar if you have an altar or even like me like I have a low-key altar because like I said my family doesn't know I practice although being a hereditary witch it's funny it's like I have this family full of Christians and I love them to death but like you go back one two generations and there were like healers and herbalists and you know like they just don't talk about it right because right. they're in love and with they the probably call it by a different name yeah yeah Exactly. Like I call what I call Reiki, like my grandmother would call hand healing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, so they have different names for it. Um, But yeah, I like to put things on my altar to like kind of charge it up passively. So, you know, you can charge it up in ritual. You can charge it up in uh, passively on your altar. But another way, if you don't want to bring something into ritual or into circle, is choose an element that speaks to you. So for me, I love water. I love the beach. I mean, we're here in LA, so it's not too hard to get to the beach, but I know not everyone is near the beach. So um, for example, let's just say you like fire. 
and I remember Monica, you seem to like fire quite a bit. <laughs> no, fire likes me. Fire Put likes that your way. sleeps. Yeah. That was yeah. a topic of conversation recently too. Oh, really? uh, Marley learned that you like almost set yourself on fire constantly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, since fire likes you and fire is approaching you constantly, you know, you can you can use that to your advantage. So let's just say you have a bottle of perfume, like the Supreme oil that you said that you, every time you put it on, you have a power, you have this energy that shifts from your mundane self to your witchy self or, you know, vice versa, depending on what the mood is. Take that bottle of perfume and maybe not super close, but if you have a fireplace, put it next to your fireplace, put it next to your candles, put it near the element of fire. Put it um, in a windowsill, maybe not in direct sunlight because, you know, that's not great for perfume, but somewhere that sunlight is going to be near it in the energy of sunlight, and then you're able to infuse it with that element. I've definitely taken um, pieces of jewelry, for example, that I wanted to enchant down to the beach and dug a hole and put it in the sand. And just as the water begins to like come up to that area, I know it's been kind of christened by the water. I know it's been charged in the sand. And that's a really, really great way to just take things that are already there and make them magical. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, yeah. So wait, while we're on that, so we covered fire, we covered water. Uh How are we going to bless them with the other two elements? Let's give some examples. I mean, the first thing for air, I just think like, leave it out when it's windy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Your favorite. Yeah. (laughs) She's getting used to it. I'm getting used to it, but I still like, I hate, I I had to like relive my hatred of it today. Um, my mother-in-law, apparently my in-laws also hate wind oh and so they were like don't take the baby out on walks when it's windy i'm like oh trust me i don't like i don't they're like no but really don't i'm like no you don't understand how much i hate wind they say that the wind brings sickness but you know what i worked for um yeah that's right (laughs) i worked for um a chinese herbalist that was a veterinarian and that holistic doctor actually basically said the same thing and i did notice that there were certain like flare-ups from animals when it was windy like at the time Mm -hmm. well i I could see that because you don't know what the wind is carrying i can i get that to a certain degree but you know it gave my dog seizures Oh shit! Sunshine, my lab, like she straight out her seizures would actually increase when it was windy. I, I noticed after that point. So anyway, fuck the wind, but that's how we can bless <laughs> blessings yes. yeah. for air. You're getting to the root of your problem here. It's like a therapy <laughs> session all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I mean, if if it's a windy day, put put the hygiene item, put the beauty item out where it's windy. That's the easy one. I mean, there's wind on all all areas of this earth, so mm-hmm. it's not like it's regional, but. If you can't do that and, you know, family's going to ask why the hell you have your lotion sitting outside, well, you can put it in front of uh, a fan, Mm -hmm. you know? As long as the element is there, I mean, even as as small as blowing on it, since your breath is your life force, like, Mm -hmm. you activate that when you can really put all your intention that way. That's a really great way to do (gasps) it. And it's all about the intention, Mm -hmm. of course. Of and then for earth, I mean, you can put it around plants, around crystals. What What is your thought on burying something other than like we have to make sure that like the dirt doesn't actually get into the item? Mm-hmm. Would you think that would charge it or do you think that would cleanse it? Because a lot of times we put things in the earth to cleanse it. I think it could be dual purpose. Mm-hmm. I think it could serve two purposes at that point. Yeah. It's according to your attention. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of depends on like what pantheon you believe in. Like some believe it's cleansing, some believe it's charging, some believe it's both. So it's, it's like you said, it's what you decide for it to be. Um, and that's actually one of the items I have on my list is to bury whatever this item is. But if you don't want dirt in it, throw it in a Ziploc, keep it simple and then yeah. dig oh, it up Like later. sand, like you said, sand was another way. That's definitely like the earth element for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so those are some easy ways to just kind of charge up what you have. Um, let's see. Yeah, literally on my list here. Bury for the day in a safe place. You know, if your family's not going to see you out in the garden, like by the tomatoes, like planting your cologne. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to grow more. <laughs> Let's see. If only it was that simple. Yeah, right. Oh, God, yes. Yep. And I actually have a note right here. Fragrance crown. This was something that was so helpful to me when I was going through the tough time is I had a fragrance that I loved so, so much and I don't even mind giving them a plug. It was Elia, E-L-I-A. Um, I would put it on before bed because as I went into my like between state, between dream and awake, I would manifest like a better situation to be in, a better vibe to be in. And I smelled this beautiful scent and it had orange blossom, as mm. I know you guys love orange blossom or well, Monica does. Um, and just being able to smell that scent, I sprayed it on the very top of my head for the crown chakra. And I would remind myself, you know, girl, you are a queen. You're going to get through this tough time and be able to use that as inspiration to manifest correctly. And that particular perfume, I don't know if you guys have heard of it. They actually donate 10% of their um, their proceeds to stop uh, human trafficking. Oh, oh wow. how That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That's so good. I'll plug them all day just for that. You know Elia, I mean? right? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to have to check that out. How cool. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. It kind of like lifted my vibration before going to bed. And so that way, like, I had a good vibration throughout the night and I'd wake up feeling better than I went to bed. So. That's good. I love That's that. excellent. Yes. I really love that. Yeah. It's fragrance crown. I call that the fragrance crown. Let's see. Let's see. All right. I actually have a question for yeah. you, not to derail you from what you're you're no. looking at right now, but you have touched a little bit on um, the hard time that you had last year. Yes. And I mean, I, I was kind of there for part of it, so mm-hmm. I know a little bit about it, but I also know that through every hard time, we find a lot of empowerment because it challenges us, you know, and we mm-hmm. have to. And I was wondering um, if you could share a little bit of your story of what happened, but also how how you had your magic there to help you and how you feel that you've, where where it's taken you today. Definitely. Um, so I had kind of a messed up situation happen to me. So throughout COVID, I think a lot of uh, couples and relationships had a hard time. A lot of them didn't make it. Um, some did and things have changed. But for me, um, you know, I think that negative energy really manifested in my body in, in a bad way. Um, so during 2020, there was a lot of conflict in, in the home I was living in. And in that one year of not getting checked for my annual women's exam, I grew so many uterine fibroids in my uterus that it was the size of a five month pregnancy. And so, um, my stomach was getting bigger and bigger and I just felt worse and worse and I just felt sick. I didn't feel right. And so, um, the more 
not me I felt the more at the time my husband was kind of like pulling away and I'm realizing yeah I don't look as cute as I used to I don't get dressed up as much much as I used to but I was sick like something was very wrong with me so I couldn't so when I went to the see the gynecologist she told me that I had so so many tumors on my MRI um, that I had to have a hysterectomy because they were unable to biopsy each and every one of them like there was more than 20 so it was just safer to have a hysterectomy and get it all taken out and start fresh and that was huge for me it was so much relief to be able to not have hemorrhaging during that time of the month and just extreme pain and I was relieved about that but unfortunately back and forth throughout a relationship my husband wanted kids he didn't want kids he wanted kids he didn't want kids and at that point in which he knew I wasn't going to be able to have them anymore he asked for a divorce so that was a blow that it just it rocked me it was intense absolutely as as you know one should expect like it's your husband this is like the life that you built and not only that it's while you're recovering from being sick for like a year you're recovering Mm -hmm. from a surgery like this was a pivotal tower moment basically yeah Yeah, definitely and the way it was he didn't really want anybody coming into the house he didn't want me telling any friends or family about what was going on um I felt very isolated and I, I look back and you know I never thought I was abused but a lot of friends were pointing out different things that were happening and things that they were seeing and Uh, things that I would tell them like, oh, I have to go cook dinner or he's going to yell at me. And they go, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but I thought that's just how it is to be a wife. Like you need to make food for your husband. And they would say, well, you just had surgery like on your back three days ago to help with the pain and you have to go cook a meal. And I'm like, yeah. And he demands side dishes or yells and they're like, that's not okay. So my friends were able to kind of help illuminate what was going on and I was shocked myself but the more I saw it the more I realized they were right Um, so things got really kind of nasty for us um, as the beginning of uh, 2022 started so I had my hysterectomy in November of 2021 and by the time 2022 started that was when he was really leaning into um some drug usage and not working and the temper was really intense and I just tried to keep to myself because I never knew what I was walking into and I was just trying to recover and again he isolated me so it's not like I could call out to a friend like hey I need you know food or water or something because I would be yelling out to him you know in the middle of the night like I needed water and he would just ignore me so there were times I would crawl in my hands and knees to the kitchen because so bent over yeah sucks yeah Yeah. so I'm in a much better place now thank god the gods (laughs) yes thank the gods no you you really are and I think this is really like one thing like that I want to bring up is you know you didn't realize we have the dog telegraph going off in the background I guess okay so you really did mention um an interesting thing talking about being abused and being in you know a really traumatic situation but also not knowing it 
mm-hmm. you know, and it's it's really interesting how when you get into a healthier space, then you have these big aha moments and you can look back and be like, hey, wait a minute, like this wasn't right, which um, I I think it, it brings up a lot of healing that absolutely needs to be done uh, when you're out of the situation, which can sometimes be surprising, yeah. right? And going through that, being in the middle of it and having to go through it and then all of the you know epiphanies that you had afterwards uh must have really like just kind of rocked you all over again mm-hmm. do you feel that uh, your spirituality and understanding things as you do now as a witch that it, it helped you get through some of this oh definitely I mean I was so blessed that my great grandmother came to me yeah one grade this time I remember now my great-grandmother came to me but she did so in such a way that um I didn't know it was her I just had this song title like in my head again and again and again I'd never heard the song I didn't know what the song was about but it was called Begin the Begin it's an old song mm-hmm. I know the song yeah and so it was this this title over and over in my head begin the begin begin the begin and I'm like what is this and I'm like okay who do I know besides Google because I I can feel there's some kind something kind of magic taking place here there's something there's a message I need to know so I text my grandmother and I said hey I've never heard this song I know it's a song but like what's the connection with begin the begin she writes back that was my mother's favorite song oh wow Aww. that was the song i learned to ballroom dance to oh wow so from that point on i kind of when i would hear that song title in my head i would very much open my third eye and i would be in the presence of this woman and it's it's such a strange thing to get to know family posthumously it's a weird thing but like she's a sassy lady and there's hardly even pictures of her but she walked me through the situation that's amazing that's absolutely amazing and like a testament to you know family your ancestors always got your back right oh yes definitely like she would literally sit next to me sometimes and like talk shit about my husband it was was like having a girlfriend (laughs) yeah that's awesome (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. Even yeah. though I was like isolated and like friends weren't allowed over and family oh God, wasn't allowed over. God damn. Like he couldn't stop, you know. Right. My, right. my, my ghost ancestor. No, from you can't. Coming in. <laughs> yeah. Where there's a will, there's a way. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So she walked me through that. Meanwhile, I'm kind of thinking in my head, what can I possibly do to make the remainder of my time in my home um, more palatable more bearable and um so I would do things like you know the easy peasy freezy the throw the name on a piece of paper throw it in the freezer and I did it on a little piece of paper and I actually took a little piece of his hair and threw it in there too and okay. a little ziplock I'm sure it's still in the deep freeze I'm sure he's not even <laughs> seen it he'll find it someday eventually <laughs> yeah yeah, so oh, I well. did that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. What's this little yeah. frozen bit of hair? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is what happens when you piss off a witch. Whoopsie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, the night before I moved, I uh, did a cutting spell, you know, to cut, uh, do the binds, and I did it uh, with the water method. I think Griffin at the Green Man is the one who, who taught that. It's hard to remember, like, mm-hmm. who teaches what, you know? 
Um, but I did the water cutting spell. That was really helpful. Um, the morning I woke up that I was moving, I went out to my little garden. I said goodbye to it. I took three mint leaves and stuck them in my bra. You know, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. It, it's, you know, a lot of the stuff we do is unconscious. It's natural. It's natural because we're witches. So we just go with, go with what we're feeling at the moment. Yeah. It's in, you know, it's inside of us. I don't know how else to say that. Yeah. And I think it, I don't know. There's just, yeah, there's weird shit that we do and that's just the way it is, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I think like if we think back, it's, it's always been there. We've always done like the weird stuff, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I remember as a kid, like I'd be very like, you know, I need to get this particular thing and it's just, and at the time I didn't realize it's cause like the aura looked nicer, you know, like we always have, <laughs> have that. Um, through all of this like it's had to have also really made you at times view yourself differently because I mean even just the whole transformation that first you physically took and then Mm -hmm. boom right at the same time your life took it so it was all very Mm -hmm. shape-shifting do you feel that there was times that you were able to kind of lean on like the cosmetic magic and the makeup side of things to kind of help you feel like okay like I got a handle on this I'm gonna like derive strength from this moment here like was there any parts like that I mean at the time I wasn't wearing a whole lot of makeup myself and I wasn't really seeing clients because I didn't feel good um but the few times that I would have a get together with my coven for a sabbat for example I would put makeup on and I felt like a different person I was like I'm gonna look as good as I can possibly look and if he sees me and eats his heart out the better that is you know um so that was kind of a way to remind me of who I am because I felt like I shifted into someone that I'm not like I'm very much about like the positive energy and being interesting for other people to look at and and giving them them uh, pleasure and enjoyment in looking at my artistry teaching others and that all kind of got stripped away in the struggle to survive Mm -hmm. and um you know at that point it was more about enchanting like I said like deodorant or another really great thing I figured out how to do is I would do like a little like cleansing protection ritual and I would put the freaking uh shampoo I used right there so every time I washed my hair I was washing away the negative energy that would get caught in my hair and that would get absorbed you know what I mean that's awesome well there are traditions that do think that like spirits kind of flow through your hair and things like that and um that's one of the reasons like whenever I did ghost hunting I would put my hair up you know things like that Mm -hmm. so I think that's really great and then like as you you're saying this I'm like it's like you're gonna wash that man right out of your hair exactly (laughs) yeah I mean that song doesn't like (laughs) right that's so fitting right 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 I mean we still sing it today in a way that is more recognized than a lot of songs from that time period absolutely Mm -hmm. and you know you can do it with your hand soap too do it with your hand soap do it with your shampoo do it with the things that are dish soap anything that you know is going to strip away like the funk like make that your 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 mundane looking but magical acting uh Mm -hmm. item Mm -hmm. I love it. Just like active ingredients. Witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's the energy that you put into it. And it was so helpful for me. Um, I mean, besides having my, my great-grandmother there talking shit with me, that was awesome. Um, 
And, you know, I, I would make sure it would be things like he wouldn't use. So if it was like a hand soap that was like too fancy for him and he wouldn't use, that was my hand soap. That was my stripping away the mm-hmm. bad juju, like hand soap. That reminds me of the the thing we did that I, the name it thing, remember? Oh, yeah. 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 With like the video games and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, was that just for Patreon? That was for Patreon. So Patreon. enlighten her. Yeah, I just her? said, you know, I just thought of this one night, you know, how people just play those video games where they're killing people and stuff. I said, why not give that a name? You know what I'm saying? Whether it's hatred or fear. And so when you're killing it, at least you're doing it for a purpose, not just to have a yeah. game. You know? That's smart. Definitely. Because yeah. you're putting your energy into you know, it. You go to the bathroom, you do number two, name it. You want to flush it away? <laughs> name it's it. Mr. Hanky on a different level. <laughs> Right? So, Howdy ho. Uh, yeah, so that's, I mean, I think it's a great way of doing some sympathetic magic, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. No, I, I just wanted to say completely off topic of everything. So I'm a total lightweight, and this uh, sight potion that you gave me has totally kicked in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm feeling pretty darn good right now, but... I have um, like some stuff in the background right here. It's I think it's like my like that hold it's holding my wooden spoons on my stove and stuff. And then like Ricky's like lunch bag right there. But as I'm talking, to you, it keeps like shifting into like it looks like a cat. <laughs> yeah. So, like no, like it's and I keep thinking it's my cat. And I'm like, wow, he sits so still. I'm like, oh no, it's not. That's him. what I mean. Yeah. It like you'll start to literally see things but like if you focus it's probably a cat of yours that passed away you know what yeah because it actually does kind of look like my cat wilson my big my big Maine coon man yeah Mm -hmm. it's it's some good shit like yeah yeah, this is pretty great i'm gonna have some awesome dreams i need to make sure i have a dream journal oh yeah blue lotus is so awesome for for helping you sleep and having lucid dreams and that kind of stuff isn't it poisonous though blue lotus isn't that a, a poisonous plant or no um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's why I'm seeing stuff. <laughs> I think so. I think no. it is because I in large doses, probably. In large yeah. doses, yeah. probably. But it's the same thing with um, I want to say arnica too. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it depends on like. Oh, 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 puppies. So yeah, basically, what I'm trying to say is your tea is amazing. Um, I am thoroughly enjoying it, but uh. Let's kind of get get back on topic here because I'm just all over the place now. Seeing cats, I, dude. It's a cat. I'm like, oh, shit. There's a cat on my stove. I'm like, nope, nope. Still not a cat. Still not a cat. Um, I do have his skull though, so it could be Aww. my cat just coming and saying hi. Totally. Yeah. yeah. But um, so you you really like kind of took life by the horns. Mm-hmm. You know, you've definitely empowered yourself and. Mm-hmm. You know, and we talked about this before we even started recording. And you even, I just think that like your point is beautiful and very valid is you wanted to talk about this or you're okay with talking about this because if we talk about it more than other people that are going through it, other victims will know that they're not alone and Mm -hmm. that their situation is relatable, but also you can overcome it. Like, so this is a really beautiful thing that you were able to take this moment of vulnerability and turn it into strength for other people. So thank you. Of course. Yeah. It's, I think a part of being, um, you know, a makeup artist too, like we're the same as therapists and bartenders. Like people will tell us their troubles and tell us, you know, where their head's at. And I very much learned that sometimes people aren't going to open up so if I do that 
even if they don't share their story with me, they can take a piece of what I'm able to share and maybe heal with that or maybe, like you said, be empowered by it. Absolutely. Well, I think really when it comes down to it, a lot of what you do is empowering. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's, you know, at least from, like, what I have seen of your magic and from talking to you and things like that, like that's really part part of the game here it's like empowerment through shape-shifting like you you find ways to just empower objects to do things but really to empower yourself and your life yeah I mean I I had started doing makeup at 14 um I did it in the local community theater I was I was working under a regular master artist I was just kind of apprenticing and I saw that power that you mentioned of like prosthetics and different colors and how the actors would change on stage into someone else and that was just I had to be a part of it you know and so I integrated that in my life really early on um and early on in my marriage I had started actually working in film and I did Um, makeup for a number of different like smaller indie films or some feature films and I was really loving it and I was I was making waves like I was doing some stuff that people hadn't seen before and it was really I felt really good I felt I felt like this is what I should be doing and I should have known early on when my now ex-husband made me quit doing that because I wasn't at home enough for him Mm -hmm. yeah I started seeing the things I love getting stripped away that was one of them and, you know, let me tell you something. Now that you're alone and you're not with anybody, it is going to make you so much stronger. Trust me, because mm-hmm. I've been there. And it makes you so powerful and it makes you think and makes you know that you're not going to settle for anything and you're going to be just who you are and be empowered in that thought. So take the time right now to heal and to empower yourself because you will be stronger after this. Definitely. Trust Thank me. You. Yeah, absolutely. I'm enjoying this time, honestly, yeah. because, yeah. you know... Uh, the Scorpio, one of our symbols is the Phoenix, as yes, I'm sure you know. Absolutely. Yeah. And for a long time, I was in the ashes, and I kind of feel, and it's funny, it's lined up with uh, in bulk. I kind of feel like I'm just starting to break through the soil as a seed. I'm just starting to rise from the ashes, like poke my little Phoenix beak out and see what's going on. And I have zero interest in romance right now. Yeah. I want to know, you, date me. Yeah. You. It's all about you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I want to date me. I, I want to cuddle my puppies, and that's okay. how I get my um, oxytocin. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you know? They're the best. I just think the animals are the greatest teachers. They teach us patience. They teach us unconditional love. Yeah. We can learn a lot from our animals. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing quite like feeling absolutely miserable and then just laying down on your bed and just getting bombarded with love and kisses and right. furry butts in the face and <laughs> it's, it's so worth it it is yeah. and yeah. i have uh, friends who say oh you know they're single and they miss cuddling and you know closeness i'm like get a dog get, get a, a dog get a cat mm-hmm. <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely adopt adopt a dog because there's absolutely. nothing better than a rescue animal right Absolutely. There really isn't. I'm looking at my spoiled rescue pug over there, your son-in-law. That's my son-in-law. Snoring away on the couch. <laughs> it's funny because I have a Cavalier, and um, Cavaliers before, actually, I'm sorry, after World War II, there were only six of them left oh, globally. Wow. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. They almost went extinct, King Charles Cavaliers, and so um, they're all kind of a little bit inbred, but <laughs> what I had learned was when King Charles came off the throne, the next monarch um, on the throne favored pugs i can't think of who it was at the time 
they favored pugs. And so all the people in the villages, you know, they got pugs, but they all had cavaliers, you know, the ones that were trying to be upper crust or were upper crust. So they would just breed the pugs and the cavaliers. So there's pug DNA in the cavaliers. And my little girl, Ruby, is most definitely... Pug, like she's got the squish face pug. Oh yeah, she definitely has a perfect squish face and the right amount of squish in her tummy too. Mm -hmm. Love her. Extra lovey. (laughs) So, you know, we got the pug over here and got a little pug in the Cavalier and they're a perfect little couple and they don't even know it. And this is a perfect time for everyone um, to send in pictures of your familiars. Let's see your rescue animals. Let's see yes. them. Email them to us, winespiritsandwitches at gmail.com. I adored this. The last time we did this with our animal episode, yes. someone sent in a picture of their pet hedgehog wearing a fucking witch hat. I love it. Like, love it. it was just the best picture in the world. Like, it. it just, anyway, yes. Yeah. So, let, let's Ooh. see all of the squishy rescue animals. Like, that is my request. Thank you. Thank it's you a great for, request. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, speaking of animals, like, the snake was, like, a super powerful medicine for me, a totem for me during the difficult time. And if anybody has a cute little snake or even a cute big snake that can wear a witch hat, I would like to request that from you. I would like to see that photo. If you guys can do that, I'm jealous because there's no way my snake would let me put a witch hat on him. <laughs> He's very much so a muggle. Yeah. He'd probably like open his mouth to eat it and then change his mind really quick, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but yeah, the the snake even was like coming to me in dreams um, and protecting me in dreams. And they were just appearing everywhere on like TV and all kinds of things. So, you Rebirth. know. Rebirth. Yeah, I leaned into Change it. And healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think. Yeah, we had a conversation about you were like you're gonna shed your skin and yeah. like yeah. that's that's definitely where I was. So, you know, I took I took a few bucks and I went to Etsy and I got some snake jewelry so that I had nice. that totem with me and I could look at it and just remember like the phases it goes through, how it grows, how it grows out of its skin, how it's powerful but unassuming, you know, how it's so fiery yet it's cold blooded, like yeah. Dichotomy. I have a thing with dichotomy. I right. love that. I love that. <laughs> Did you have other jewelry that you'd like ritualistically use or enchant for different things? Definitely. And that's actually one of the, the things I was going to tell you guys about. I, I did this thing I called crystal marination. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Yeah. So depending on like what kind of crystal you have. So some people have giant crystals they can lay their jewelry on top of. Um, Some people have like selenite bowls. Some people just have a bunch of tumbled stones. I say, you know, if you wear something consistently and you want to have power in that item, get a bowl of the tumbled stones and leave that piece of jewelry in it every night when you take it off. Or if you don't take it off, make a habit of taking it off and putting it in that bowl or on that big chunk of uh, amethyst or whatever. And then that way you're able to have this crystal energy like running through you because it's pressed to your skin every single day. Mm-hmm. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I just, the name is perfect. Crystal marination. Yeah. Yes. I do that all the time without even knowing it. You know, I just take off my jewelry and I have a, a bowl of crystals right next to my bed and that's where it goes. That's perfect. Yeah. I think the first time I met you, if I remember correctly, like your purse fell over and crystals fell out. <laughs> probably. That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. It sounds yeah, very probably. on brand. And the next thing you know, you, you have this conversation about like um, phantom quartz and stuff. Oh, yeah, and I love those. It was I like 
Monica disappeared into like the land of crystal. I, I, that's my favorite one, the, the garden courts or the That phantom. was it. Love that because it's something inside I could scry. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm that's starting something. to get better about scrying too, I've noticed. Good. I was not so great before, but now that the... You're open. Yeah. You're allowed oh. to. Yeah. You're I, allowing yourself to. And I've discovered a uh, blue lotus. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> helpful. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, yeah, I want to scry some shit. That sounds amazing. Get the mashed right potatoes now. out. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely bringing this to St. Patty's Day dinner. This is this is our pregame right here. We'll, oh, yeah. we'll the scry recipe. the coal cannon. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, like after I've had some blue lotus, or you know, I've I've been in my own little ritual. I'll literally go up to like the granite countertop and just stare at it, and I'm like. I see this, 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 this. And if I'm smart, like, I'll record it on my phone, like, voice record or take a note and, like, decode it later. Right. Drink your Ovaltine, decode it later. (laughs) (laughs) But that's been super helpful to get, like, the right messages at the right time. Yes, exactly. So that's a new skill. I just, I think it's important for people to know that even, like, though it seems like your world is ending, like, you can come out of it so changed for the better yes. if you allow it to be a learning experience and you allow it to be an uplifting experience mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely because here's the thing at some point in time life is gonna suck yeah it's just it's going to and that's just yeah. it's part of life it's part of the human experience that we're all here to have and it's it's what you do with it mm-hmm. you know and everyone's worst time is their worst time there's no point in comparing your situation with somebody else's like yeah. you you just have to experience it as what it is because it's part of your journey uh, but it really seems to me like you you took something where you lost yourself and through through the pain and the transition you really found yourself again mm-hmm. and you're bringing yourself back to this really really like amazing place like I loved this post that you put up the other day you're like you know last year around this time I was miserable and this time I think you're at like a Grammy party or something yeah. <laughs> and it's just like yeah exactly like you're, you're finding that yeah it's and it's falling in my lap in a weird way because at the time I was miserable I would I would find the nearest element to me and it, a lot of times it ended up being the fireplace and I would sit by the fireplace and I would tell myself, okay, I feel like shit at this month and this year, but by this time next year, I'm going to be doing awesome things. I will have moved. I'm going to do great things. And I would imagine like fabulous soirees and that kind of thing. And yeah, just the other day I was at a programming party and, you know, talking to uh, some amazing people. And I would have never imagined that I would have been doing that a year later, but it fell in my lap because I asked for it the year prior. That's amazing. It's a blessing. And, you know, a lot of um, people will talk about, you know, the trials and tribulations. But one thing uh, my friend Elizabeth actually kept telling me is you're going through initiation. You're going through initiation. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but what's initiation? This sucks. She's like just wait when you come out on the other side it's gonna be awesome and there's days when it sucks like don't get me wrong going through divorce is terrible like nobody asks for that but I don't know like it puts you in an entirely different perspective oh yeah Mm -hmm. big time Mm -hmm. I always I mean I realize I think it's a Buddhist teaching but I always say that enlightenment comes to people in one of three paths via study, Mm -hmm. 
via suffering or via drugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah. And so for me, I've had a lot of suffering in my life because I've had multiple surgeries. I have um, a syndrome called Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and it's not curable and it's a deficiency in the collagen. So it affects everything in your joints. Uh, from your joints to the valves in your heart. And I learned that I had this right right around the time I had the hysterectomy too. So it was just like blow after blow after blow. But it made so much more sense to me, like learning I had this, going, okay, well, this is the umbrella that everything fits underneath. So all of a sudden it's not just a million orthopedic surgeries I've had, it's joints wearing out because of this syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I just had to take that moment and remember all the pain I endured from age 11 all the way on up to now and realize that my outlook and perspective were vastly different from people in my age group or people in my class because I had suffered so greatly. But that suffering, Monica, as you know, after a knee replacement especially, like when (laughs) when you walk again. It's amazing. Yeah, you got your life back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure. It, it's it, it's you get a second chance, and yes. you can make that whatever the hell you want to make it. Yeah. So, you know, I was able to learn that at an early age. So I knew that the deep emotional suffering I was being put through, even though my great grandmother was sitting with me talking shit, um, it was going to bring me something wonderful on the other side. That's awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you have um? Any tips for our listeners at home, especially anyone that's going through their own, like, enlightenment through suffering? Do you have any, mad, whether they're just tips of just your own experience or magical tips, things like that, that they can try that worked for you? Yeah, I mean, even if you're not going to wear makeup or you're not into cosmetics or you're a guy and you don't use any of that stuff, um, you're probably putting on aftershave you're probably putting on moisturizer. I mean, even people who don't use moisturizer, sometimes they'll bust out the Vaseline. Use your very first wand. Everybody has it. It's your index finger. Use your very first wand, your most powerful wand, your built-in wand. Take care of it. And draw, you know, any type of sibyl, symbol or sigil on your forehead, on your third eye. You can draw the, draw the pinnacle. You can draw... Um, the rune that looks like the goose foot going up. I love that one. Um, LGs, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, sigils, that if you're into sigils and making those, draw that if it's something simple with your finger and draw it on your third eye so that you connect your mundane hand into a wand and you make your mundane forehead into your third eye and you live this duality, again, dichotomy, and it just helps you feel a little bit removed from the shit, a little bit removed from the fucked up situation. And it carries you through, you know? Uh, you can do that if you wear makeup too. You can, you can. oh man, with concealer, you can draw all kinds of stuff, especially if mm-hmm. you have a wand to draw it with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> can I just say, I love like your first wand. Your fir- I, you know, I, I think everyone always hears like, you know, when it comes down to it, it's just, you know, all you need is your finger, that's right? right? That's mm-hmm. very true. But I've never heard it called your first one, and that's exactly what it is. I love that. Mm-hmm. And now you have me thinking that I need to get, like, a special set of makeup brushes that is for magical use only for when I'm doing that. Like, 
we always talk so often about how everything should be like you know you have your mundane tools and then you have your magical tools yeah never occurred to me to have magical makeup brushes that's a great idea Mm -hmm. you know i as an artist i have so many brushes it's kind of like ridiculous yeah (laughs) i I have have hundreds I, i couldn't possibly enchant them all but like that's so important get yeah why not get a special set of brushes that you know i don't know has like a a unicorn horn for a handle there's literally wand brushes yeah Yeah, there really is speaking of brushes um and this has nothing to do with magic but when you and i were texting earlier and i was like yeah i don't even have my eyebrows on yet you're like i'll help when i get there i was like oh that'll be awesome and then i'm like wait a minute i don't know when the last time i cleaned my brushes were and she (laughs) cannot know what a filthy person i am (laughs) so i thought she would like that i was like yeah i'm like oh no (laughs) no no (laughs) You know, it's an interesting thing that happens when you do this for a living. Like, all of a sudden, people look at you as, like, the makeup brush police. <laughs> and, man, like, they, they, they go, oh, you know, I, I have makeup, but I'm not going to show it to you. It's in such a state. I can't. Or, oh, you can't see my brushes. I'm like, I'm not going to judge you. Like, people have busy lives. Right. I get it. Like, yeah. I can tell you a million times, like, wash your brushes once a week, depending on how much you use them. Where do you store them? There's so much information about brushes, but like, you got to do what works for you. You know, just remember if you wouldn't sleep on your pillowcase without washing it, don't put your face on the brushes without washing them either. Yeah. That's yeah. just, there the, you go. Yes. But, yes. Well, I'll, I'll eventually, uh, clean my brushes we'll get there yes (laughs) i mean i've known people who literally don't even ever wash them they just keep buying new ones wow okay that's That's one way to do it it is um i've known people who tell me they literally throw them in the washing machine and that gives me a heart attack Oh wow! (laughs) because you know those things are put together in such a way that you really don't want to get water inside the metal bit so that Mm -hmm. it doesn't get into the wooden bit and rot it Yeah. yeah But, you know, a lot of people don't know. A really good friend was like, yeah, just put water and soap in the sink and just throw them in and rinse them around, right? And I was like, oh, my God, this is like a college-educated woman. Holy crap. You can't do that. You can't do that. And I was like, yeah, how do I not freak out and, like, tell her at the same time, don't do that? <laughs> it, was a moral, it was a moral dilemma. Um, yeah. But brushes are, like, a hot point. But definitely, like, get wand brushes, dude. Like, you can draw the sigils on your face. You can point one at your dog when he's going shit on the floor and, you know, (laughs) that kind of thing. I like it. I like it. There we go. That's awesome. I think that's a really great tip, and it's one that's really versatile that you can use all the time, even when, like, even said, you're, like, you know, when you're going through all your stuff and you're healing, you're, like, I wasn't really wearing makeup. I was too busy feeling like shit, Mm -hmm. you know, but that's something, like, it can even just be lotion, sunscreen, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, we all know that after we have a haircut or a new hairdo or we put our makeup on, we feel so much better. Mm Yeah. Don't we? I mean, refreshed. Like, gives us a boost of morale you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah definitely for sure yeah definitely it's true dyed my hair black like a month ago and i feel like a whole new person it suits you so much i didn't recognize her i went into the store and i'm like who the fuck is that sitting there (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh my gosh that was so funny yeah trip out like i have been doing classes at the store you guys work at and buying things and having it shipped to me and going to the events 
to this day, I've still never set foot in the store. Oh my god, you gotta come down to the store. <laughs> what the hell are you waiting for? I don't know. Like I know, I know a lot of the people that work there were cool, you know. But it's like come I only on see a day them. when I'm there. Maybe a Thursday. Uh, come on a Thursday, because then we're, we're both there, there. Yeah. on Thursday. Yeah. yeah, I like how you said that in unison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was so. waiting for like some acapella thing to happen. Uh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I'm not nearly stoned enough to try and say. Yeah, try okay. again later. <laughs> there you go. But well, yeah. I, you know, you've really kind of given us a lot of, I think this is very all practical, magical advice. Yeah. It really is. And mm-hmm. it's stuff that anyone, no matter if you're in the closet, out of the closet, whatever your experience level is, it's stuff that we can all use. And I feel really inspired with it too. And I think anyone that's listening, if you're in a magical slump, I feel like this might be... The spark you need. Yeah, I really think so. Yeah. And just the empowerment of everything that you've you've overcome and it was all recent stuff too you know yeah. and you're you're doing a fantastic job of just rediscovering who you are and and just claiming that shit just claiming yourself you know and owning it and I love that and just you're 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 an inspiration yes thank you yeah. that's uh what I aspire to do you know before uh we let you go do you mm-hmm. have any other last minute tips for our listeners i mean we've gone oh over a lot but yeah actually one that i i, I told you in person on uh Samhain, mm-hmm. and i totally forgot okay so what do we have in our hands more than anything these days our phone our phone so these days they actually sell pop sockets you know the little handles that you hold onto your phone like like this guy i have one right here you hear this? That. This guy. They sell them as gemstones now. So you can pick a gemstone. You can work with that gemstone and constantly have it in your hand nonstop. Mm-hmm. So that's a fun thing you can do. You just blew Monica's mind. You see that? She's like, whoa. <laughs> she's like, how do I get the, what type of quartz was it? Phantom. The, the garden quartz. Garden. garden. That was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, how do I get a garden quartz onto my phone? Mm. Yeah, but they have some nice ones. Anytime I want. I mean, there's off-brand ones that have big old crystals. So that's a really fabulous way to like take your pop socket off. You don't have to have it on your phone, but take it off, do a ritual with it, put it in a spell jar, shake it around. Mm -hmm. Like if it's, let's just say your spell jar has salt and you don't want salt on that crystal, throw her in a plastic bag, shake it up, have it nice and again, marinated for a long time. Bring it to a ritual if you're doing a coven thing or a group thing and keep empowering it. And you literally have it in your hand all the time anyway. Might as well make it something that's going to work for you, right? There you go. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to blow your mind a little bit more. We don't realize that, I mean, 99% of us have phone cases, right? So we have this space between our phone and our case, especially if it's a silicone case, Take a, a petition that you write out. Take a photo. Uh, anything, anything that you aspire or need or want to manifest. Let's just say, for example, you want to have a Victoria's Secret figure. I mean, most of us, that's not going to happen. But you can do an enchantment to like be in that energy and walk through a public place in that energy and you could have a photo of your favorite Victoria's Secret model in your phone and just because you're giving off that energy and you're paying attention to it literally in your hand, you are working with that and you're enchanting yourself and you're enchanting, you know, the people around you like, wow, 
You know? I love that. I do too. I love that. I mean, we might as well make our phones work for us more than us yes. worshiping mm-hmm. it. If we're going to worship our phone, it might as well be for like a really good reason other than like, you know, TikTok. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but some people have like pictures of their kids and their family on their phone. Mm-hmm. Put an actual photo behind the phone and so you know that, you know, your kid is in your hand every time you pick up your phone and you send that love and that protection and that emotion to them. And I it's, love that. It comes full circle. I love that. Well, I yeah. think that these are really great tips. Yeah. And I can't wait to go enchant my deodorant and ritual. Hey, <laughs> why not? Yeah. You know what? That's actually a really good one. Go buy a bunch of little travel ones and then, like, give them as, like, Yule gifts or something. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't even have to be, you know, um, makeup or jewelry or anything. Guys, don't wear that. You can enchant your wallet to bring in more money. I mean, you've talked about Fortuna. Work. That damn Alexa, you think I would learn by now because this happened when we were talking to Space Daddy, too. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. When I met him in Alexa, real life. Alexa, stop. Sorry, guys. Again, eventually I'll remember to turn this off. <laughs> yes. Shout out to Jarrell. I only knew it was him because I heard his voice at Beltane last year. And I was like, my antenna went up and I was like, oh, I know you. You're Space Daddy. And he goes, yes. <laughs> so I texted Shana right away. I was like, guess who I just met? And I called him Space Daddy. I love that. And I told him that later, and he was like, there's a couple people that did that. I was like, that's so fucking cool. That's cool. I love that. That's great. You made, like, your own influencer. I know, right? <laughs> we did. We did. The Space Daddy. He needs an Instagram called yeah. Space Daddy. Yeah, right? Oh, my God. That'd be really good. Mm-hmm. I like musings of Space Daddy. Well, who is everyone's shout-outs for tonight? You know, I am just reeling over the... Uh, earthquake in turkey and i'm shouting out to all those people sending them healing and blessings and love and hopefully they'll make it through this very hard time that's who my shout out is to you know what i love that and i'm i'm gonna do the same because that devastating yeah it really is it's i couldn't believe i was really like in shock when i heard about it so if we have any listeners out there any listeners with family out there we love you guys and we're sending you our love and our energy and our our hugs to you absolutely absolutely sending all the good vibes because we're there with you in spirit Mm -hmm. we care about you yeah yeah just to take a really nice episode and just bring it all the way down yeah, right I'm at the sorry, end, right? Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> no, feel but like... hey, that's life. Like they're they're going through it. They're oh, going yeah. through oh, it. Yeah, um, Stephanie, you have been amazing Thanks. on this. Do you have a shout out for anybody? Mm. Shout out to Elizabeth for, yeah. for recommending you to this podcast, and Definitely. here we are now. Definitely, Elizabeth. I'm going to shout out all the girls in my coven. I love you guys so much. It's been an honor to do magic with you, and I can't wait to do more. That's, That's awesome. awesome. I, I love that. So where can, if our listeners want to find you, if they want to maybe talk to you more about this, if anyone's local potentially set up like an appointment with you for some glamour, glamour, glamour magic, where can they find you? Okay, so I can be found um, on Instagram. My Instagram is Steffi, so S-T-E-P-H-I-E dot Serena. 
I think I'm saying that right in Spanish. Mermaid, I'm obsessed. It's like my it's like my aesthetic. Um, S-I-R-E-N-A on Instagram. And then also um, I have a witchy Instagram that I run with my good girlfriend. Um, it's called Mermaiden Magic. Oh. I thought so. I'm like, don't you have a mermaid one? I do. All we right. post mermaid stuff. We post witchy stuff. We post crossover stuff you know we're starting to get more on top of it but like definitely reach out to me there and you know we'll get a response a little quicker there because there's two of us um but if you want to say see some of the makeup i've done and all that fun artistry stuff you can check out my uh steffi serena one love it well thank you so much again for so much taking the time to come and do this and and for those of you that are still listening like this episode has been a wild ride of bizarre <laughs> interruptions. We've had my angry cat stomping around. There was coyotes for a minute. Like yeah. we have, we have Alexa. Alexa, she was just telling us to take our vitamins. Okay, telling us to make good life choices. Yeah, but yeah. yes, it has been. It's been it one, it, one interruption after another. Oh but yes. that's our because hey, that's how we roll. Mercury is not in retrograde, and I am happy to say I am here when it's not. Yes. No planets in <laughs> retrograde right now. So I, I guess it's just our fault then. No, oh guess. shit! I, yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you, Stephanie. Thank you. My pleasure. And Mary meets Mary part and, and Mary, Mary meet, meet again. again.